Papa Joe podcast on this Monday, April the 4th. And whenever you are listening to this, wherever you are, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today. I, uh, I hope that you had a wonderful weekend and that you are ready to move forward into this uh, last full week of Lent. Um, now, a week from now, well, actually six days from now, we enter into Holy Week. Now, that is still Lent, of course. Um, but, uh, next week is not a full week of Lent because it ends on Thursday at dusk when we begin that sacred triduum, the, uh, the three days, which are really one liturgy, uh, in, uh, in Holy Thursday, Good Friday, uh, Holy Saturday and, uh, the Easter, uh, Easter Sunday, the Easter celebration. So it's just wonderful. Wonderful. And, uh, and so we draw close. But again, forgive the, the broken record. Uh, if Lent has not been what you've been hoping it to be to this point, don't just, um, you know, feel guilty about that. Don't, don't shame yourself. You've, we, you and I, we have 11 days uh, yet to, to make that um, or an offer it to God uh, to see what, uh, what God can yet do with that, okay? So today we are going to continue through John's Gospel. We left on Friday with John chapter 7, uh, and uh, Jesus was um, speaking to the Pharisees. They were wondering he had gone down to the festival, right? You remember that? And the people were wondering whether he was the Christ because they, they, they're not killing him. Um, and uh, and he just spoke about his father and uh, spoke about um, who he was, right? And, uh, and so we're going to hear more of that, that today. Again, John is filled with such wonderful stories, but a lot of, you know, high uh, speaking by Jesus, that, that the Father and Jesus are one, one, one. I mean, boy, one can't read God, John's gospel and not hear that. Well, we're going to hear more of it today. So John chapter 8, verses 12 to 20, okay? So let's break open God's word together. We'll read out of the New American Translation, the one that we would hear if we were at Mass today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You testify on your own behalf, so your testimony cannot be verified. Jesus answered and said to them, Even if I do testify testify on my own behalf, my testimony can be verified, because I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by appearances, but I do not judge anyone. And even if I should judge, my judgment is valid because I am not alone, but it is I and the Father who sent me. Even if in your law it is written that the testimony of two can be verified, I testify on my behalf, so does the Father who sent me. So they said to him, Who is your father? Jesus answered, 
You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the treasury in the temple area, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So remember on Friday how he went down, wasn't sure, but he went down to the feast at first in secret, but then not in secret at all. Well, had we read the first 11 verses of John, so we started John 8, verse 12 today. Had we read the first 11, what we would have seen was that wonderful story of Jesus and the woman caught in adultery, uh, where the, the Pharisees bring this woman caught in adultery to him in the temple area, put him right in front, and of course say, hey, the law of Moses said we should stone her. What do you say? And, uh, and he says, let the one without sin cast the first stone, right? Well, that had just taken place. So he is in the, the temple, the treasury area of the temple, as the end of the gospel tells us, having just done this. And so to follow up, he's teaching. Now, everybody went home, but clearly, they, you know, some others filled in the void or something here uh, because he's, he's still teaching. And he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever walks in me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So he's, he's talking about, um, I mean, that the, he's, he's springboarding off of what just happened. That he's helping break open what this word of God means. That he did not come again to, uh, you know, get rid of the law, but he came to fulfill the law. And what Moses wrote, Jesus is going even further in and saying, let the one without sin cast the first stone. That, that the, the will of God, as we have mentioned numerous times here on the pod, right? The calling card of God is life. The will of God is life. And so Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever walks, whoever follows me, will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Right? That whenever we are filled, brothers and sisters, with life, we are filled with God. Because life only comes from one place. As I've mentioned, we, we search for it in a myriad of places. They are legion. We search for it in, in well, I mean, they're as unique as we are. Whether it's, we search for life in alcohol or we search for life in drugs, or we search for life in, in sex, or we search for life in pornography, or we search for life in, in the Green Bay Packers, or we search for life in, uh, you know, um, our television or movies or whatever, all these distractions, you know, and there's only one that gives life. And when we are in union with that one who gives life. When that life fills us, we no longer walk in darkness. I mean, brothers and sisters, as I get older, so I'm going to share with you more than you need to know here, but as I get older, I find myself having to get up more often in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. You know, the, the joys of, a, of an aging prostate. But um, 
Okay, so, I mean, we've all walked in darkness. And whenever I have to get up in the middle of the night, I generally, I'll be honest, unless the situation is dire, I'm taking it easy. And I'm walking with my hands out to make sure I don't run into the end of the bed or the chest that's at the end of the bed or the treadmill or the couch or, or the, the wall uh, or the doorway, uh, you know, entering in. I'm not stubbing my toe. I'm not hitting my head or whatever, all those things. Generally, I make it. But here's what I know. It takes more time. And, and oftentimes, uh, it will take um, avoidance of things and, and sometimes the pain of running into to something. That's what darkness presents to us. But when we walk in light, we're able to see and we're able to avoid. We're able to move more quickly. Now, brothers and sisters, again, that does not mean that, that if we are in Jesus, there will be no pain in the world. But, brothers and sisters, we are able to make decisions that invite us to avoid that pain. Uh, the, the, the pain that we can't avoid anyway. That suffering is going to come regardless. Um, and so I, I just, I love that image of Jesus says, listen, when you are in union with me and when you are listening to me, I'm going to be the one that guides you through this path so that you're not running into people or into things or that hurt them, that hurt us. Uh, and, uh, and we are going to, to, to move more freely to that destination our God invites us. I want to write this. This is Evelyn Underhill's words. I want to read this. Um, I wish they were my words. But Evelyn Underhill in her book, The Light of Christ, says this. This looks at that darkness, not necessarily as an outer darkness, although it's that too, but it's that inner darkness that we carry. O Lord, penetrate those murky corners where we hide memories and tendencies on which we do not care to look, but which we will not yield freely up to you, that you may purify and transmute them. The half-acknowledged enmity which is still smoldering, the bitterness of that loss we have not turned into sacrifice. The private comfort we cling to. The secret fear of failure which saps our initiative and is really inverted pride. The pessimism which is an insult to your joy. O Lord, we bring all of these to you and we review them with shame and penitence in your steadfast light. Brothers and sisters, we all hide things within ourselves that we are not, we are not, um, we are just not willing to make known to others. I mean, that would be a vulnerability. There are those murky corners, as Underhill says, that we, we don't shed light in. And what our God, what this image invites us to, is to invite God into those places um, that we may not even acknowledge ourselves, but that they are there. To help bring them to light to us so we can lay them at the foot of the cross. 
The other thing I want to say is this, and, and then I'll, uh, I'll finish up here. But I love this. Uh, okay, so he goes into the idea of testimony, right? We need two people. Father is the other one. He says, even if I do not testify, testify on my own behalf, my testimony can be verified because I know where I came from and where I am going. I like that image. Do we know where we come from and where we are going? And I don't just mean, of course, that yesterday I was driving around in, uh, you know, uh, the city of Kiel, and, and tomorrow I'm going to be heading to, you know, Sheboygan. Of course, I mean, you know that. But do you know where you are from? Do you know who you are? And do you know what that means where you're, where you're invited? I was watching, Renee and I were watching a, a series this weekend called Chernobyl. If you have not seen it, it's, it's just amazing. It was an HBO series uh, two or three years ago. And um, it is on Prime now. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can get it. It's a five-part series. It's going to be five hours worth of, of uh, commitment. But it is 100% worth it. Uh, marvelous. Marvelous writing. Just a marvelous story. And heartbreaking. But at one point toward the end, I won't be giving anything away. You know what happens at Chernobyl. Um, at one point, uh, a KGB officer... Uh, has imprisoned the the scientist who's doing the the investigation, and he's in a cell. The scientist and the KGB officer comes in and says to him, and he's he's reminding him of of his nothingness, the scientist's nothingness, and that he will die, you know, uh, unknown to people, um, for whatever reasons that that he's saying this, and the scientist simply looks at him and says, I know who I am. And I love that, that because, brothers and sisters, we all have that KGB officer in our head, don't we? Those voices that, that tell us. Well, it's effectively, isn't it Satan in the, in the desert with Jesus? After Jesus just was baptized, and after his baptism in prayer, uh, where he hears the voice, you are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Brothers and sisters, that you and I are that beloved daughter, that beloved son, that beloved child of God. And then immediately Satan tries to come by and steal that from Jesus, right? If, if you are the son of God, throw yourself off this temple. If you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Causing doubt within Jesus, at least that's what he's trying to do. He sows seeds of doubt that you're not really the son. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. It's, it's those voices within us that try to, to remind us you are not it. You're going to die an inconsequential life and nobody's going to know about you. But Jesus says, I know who I am and I know what I'm about. My friends, this day, this day, we can't promise tomorrow, this day, do you know who you are? And do you know what you're about? Don't listen to those voices. Listen to the one who brings light. And because they bring, this one brings light, they bring life to us. Listen to that voice. Because that voice will remind you who you are. And me too. And remind us what we're about. 
So when we face those voices in our life that try to put us in a corner or tell us what we are, or who we are, and all the things that we are, that we are those poor decisions we've made, and we are these, you know, whatever they are, these failings, that we remember that is not who we are and not we're about what we're about. But instead, we are about life because we are filled with the light of the one who is the light of the world. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we go appropriately enough through the Luminous Mysteries today. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first mystery of light, the baptism of Jesus. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have a marvelous Monday and a marvelous week coming up, and I look forward to breaking open God's word with one another. God's peace.